Welcome to The Leadership, a business-focused talk show brought to you by The Vested Group. We talk to entrepreneurs, employees, thought leaders, innovators, dreamers, disruptors, and even our own children about what makes us tick on and off the clock. Welcome to another edition of The Leadership Talk Show brought to you by The Vested Group. You can find out more about us at thevested.com. I am joined today by my lovely assistant, uh, co-host, I should say, Johnny Zielinski. For the, I'm your assistant For now. the last time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we are welcome with Chris, are welcoming Chris Mixon, sorry, uh, today, the ultimate dad joke guy. You want to start us out with one? Just to... Just put me on the spot. I know. I, no pressure. No pressure. But I'm sure one will come up at some point in yes, time. Yes, it will. We can work them in. But I saw actually what you do at the company. Do you? What, what do you do? What's your title? I am a senior solution architect, um, more on the technical side. So where you've got, I guess, functional solution architects that will kind of design a process and a um, flow for the customers um, based on, on NetSuite. Anytime there's something that's outside the norm of what NetSuite does out of the box, they'll get a developer involved, and that's typically where I come in. And I'll kind of say, okay, what from a technical perspective can we do to implement the process that you're trying to do for the customer? Let's get, kind of jumped ahead on that one, but we can we'll well, circle back to. I got office space vibes from that. Where you're like, what is it exactly that you do? Around <laughs> is that it? How <laughs> <laughs> people? Well, I know exactly. So I'm really good at it. So actually, it's actually, oh, the exact opposite. I I, I, I deal with the functional user so that I don't have to deal with the customer. Oh, we'll we'll edit that out. That's good. Yeah, we love the customers. Yeah, that's great. So circling back around, what brought you to TVG to start out with? So I actually worked for Joel at Lucidity, it seems like 2005 to 2011. And around the time that I was leaving um, Lucidity was around the time that Joel was starting the Vested Group. I actually met with him for lunch um, as I was leaving and I think he was trying to talk me into coming here. Um, but the one requirement that I had is that I had to stop traveling because it was kind of becoming too much of a toll on my family for me mm -hmm. to travel all the time. So um, that was not in the cards at that point in time. So we kind of sparted our separate ways. Well, um, about four years ago, I was looking for a change and I had always enjoyed working for Joel. So I reached out to him and here I am. I do know that you were highly recruited. The Chris Mixon. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So tell us a little bit about your family, significant other, you know, siblings and like kind of where you grew up. All right, so I grew up in Louisiana. My, my wife and I are both from, both from Louisiana. We lived about uh, about an hour and a half apart, but we met in college in uh, Monroe where I went to school. Um, I've got um, three kids, um, one girl who's 14 and an eight-year-old and a six-year-old boy. Um, grew up in North Louisiana. I have one sister that, and my entire family still lives in, nor in North Louisiana where, where I grew up. Gotcha. What happens in North Louisiana? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what is there? You know, we know about New Orleans, but... That's it. Pretty much if um, North Louisiana and South Louisiana are, are like two entirely different countries. I have um, heard that, that there's like rivalry. That it, that yeah. Pretty much if you live in South, basically if you're in South Louisiana, anybody that lives north of I-10 is a Yankee. Oh. And I mean, it, it, like, that's, that, a, that's a that is a, yeah, a group. basically yeah. Lafayette, Lake Charles, mm -hmm. Baton Rouge, and New Orleans. Anything north of that is a Yankee. So mm -hmm. um, I would consider North Louisiana more to be like East Texas than it is South Louisiana. And gam with gambling, though, you do have that. We do have gambling. Yeah, casinos. It's plus. North Louisiana just popping out developers like you. So um, the, where we're going to find more Chris Mixons, or is it just one? 
<laughs> Next question. <laughs> no, I actually, mean, it's hard actually, to say. Where yeah. I went to school at, it's got, a, it's got a very small but a very good computer science department. Where'd you go to school? Yeah. Um, Louisiana Monroe. Oh. What's that? Aren't they D1 football? They are. Well, it's not that small of a school. Oh. So they are. They, well, Respectable. They probably should not be D1. <laughs> they are D1, but they probably should not be. They, but they, um, they like getting a lot of money from LSU's and Arkansas's and so forth to, to come be their rent, rent a win each year. But what are they, the Warhawks? Am I wrong? They are the Warhawks. What? Actually, How do you know that? I'm so impressed. Many NCAA video games. Wow. Well, actually, when I started school there, it was Northeast Louisiana University, and they were the Indians. And when I left school, they were Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. So they went through a lot of changes while, oh, yeah. <laughs> while I was there. Clearly. One doesn't have to change that again. I don't know. Warhawks? No, that's probably good, right? Yeah. Know. Maybe that's why. They, they, they changed it because they were ahead of the, it was not political. I know. They were ahead of the game, though. That's, gonna be, that's good. That's good. All right, so we kind of talked earlier about what you actually do, but we like to ask the question, what does your mom think you do? My mom thinks I work with computers, and that's a pretty broad um, subject where it means that I can fix printers, I can mm -hmm. fix mm -hmm. monitors, I it can is. pretty much do anything that's involved with computers, and um, that's not necessarily the case. I just write programs. And but you could probably do it, right? I could probably do it, but... <laughs> But that being said, when I go home to visit, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> I don't want to fix people's computers. Yeah, that's the, that's the classic answer. Can you fix my printer? No, no. They're cheap. Buy another one. <laughs> 2018, I fixed like one person's printer that all of a sudden it was like the printer guy in the office. Right. I was like, no, please. <laughs> well, there's nothing that frustrates me more than to work on printers and projectors. Of course, we don't do projectors as much now, but I remember back, you know, the days at lucidity and stuff where you were trying to set up a projector it seemed like there were two things that never worked the way that you were expecting them to and there were projectors and printers and there was always a pain to fix well i think the printer knows some pretty probably program this no offense but it knows when you really need the printout oh, yeah. it just uh every time it knew it made me so crazy oh. it, it's, if that's not the truth then <laughs> <laughs> um so why do you come to work chris other than a, a paycheck you can't use that answer no, oh. no. i like i like solving problems it's, uh, that's what I like about my job is that typically when, by the time it's, it's gotten to me, there's something that NetSuite can't do out of the box. And so it's like, write some code. And so I just like to sit down and write code and solve people's problems doing that. Well, that's a good fit. I'm telling you, I, I lose interest. I'm just like, oh God, it gets too complicated too fast. I'm just like, Oof. I'm out. It's like, and, and to me, it's one of those things to where if it's a complicated problem, just let me put my headphones in, leave me alone. and. Except that you walk it off. I'll, I'll, You'll I'll, just walk it off. I will walk it off. Yes, exactly. The only person I've ever seen who could do computer programming while you walked around outside. It is a, yeah, it's amazing. Got to get, gotta get those wheels spinning somehow. It works. It works. So, I mean, maybe this is true for you. Did you actually want to be a programmer when you were a kid? I did not. Oh, actually, um, Patrick's dad, my uncle, is a dentist, and I grew up wanting to be a dentist because I wanted to be a dentist like him. He was. Um, and so I actually went all the way through my second year of college thinking that I was going to be a dentist. And I realized um, quickly I hated biology and I hated chemistry and I hated all these classes that were setting me up for pre-dental and just happened to take a elective computer science class and um, liked programming and so I changed my major to computer science and it was amazing at how e much easier it was to um, get through school when you actually like classes. Now part of that is that I met my wife around that time and so she kind of straightened me out as well so I'm not sure which one had more of an effect but it was a combination. We'll say your wife. Just go with that. You know, my wife. A good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I had dentistry though. I try to tell my kids. Our neighbor's a dentist. Works four days a week. He's got it going on. I'm like going to dentistry. 
but they're not well, interested. Patrick's dad works like two days a week now. I know. I was like, this is the life. Yeah, our Patrick. Really? Is he a dentist? The dad. Yes. I didn't know both his, Actually, both his parents are dentists. Yeah. I don't know if you brought that up in the interview. I know. Go back and insert that in there. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, we had a bunch of people want to do some type of, like, medicinal or, like, field. So I'm going to go ahead and throw Chris in with that, that he wanted just to doctor. be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. just generic doctor. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> That's a good fit, though. Like, uh, half, yeah, over half our office at this point wanted to be in some type of... Uh, Professional athletics. There's a lot of money to be made in it. I know, I mean... But it requires a lot of effort, like I said. Uh, I, it's true. I mean, I took. I think. I think it was a botany class that would finally put me over the edge, and I was like, I have no interest in learning about plants. And if this is what's required to get a biology degree, then I'm just. I tell you that. You know what? Else. Orthodontist too. Although they spend forever yeah. in college and you know just training and everything, mm -hmm. they've got it made too. But but that is truly like smoke and mirrors. I don't know how they make that work. It's crazy. They actually. There was like a documentary recently on like Egypt and they showed that like one of the pharaohs actually had like wired teeth into his mouth almost like braces oh. that long ago which I thought was interesting but I digress we can yeah. talk about that later <laughs> it's true it's true braces are interesting I think yeah um, okay so if you've been here what four years now yes so what's your favorite workplace tradition in those four years kind of a hard open-ended question. I like all of the events and all the family things that they do here. Sure. Like, I mean, it's been, of course, we didn't do it last year because of COVID, but I know that when they had the end of the summer, end of the summer parties and so forth, that my kids just, just love coming out here and, and playing. Of course, you have ample supply of watermelon, which, which keeps Andrew happy because he can just eat watermelon for days and That's bounce right. houses and things like that. And so, Actually, I think the last party we had, your daughter was walking around selling Brace, with bracelets, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, she's a little I, entrepreneur. I know. I was like, Ooh. she had the whole kit, and I was like, that's really impressive. Yeah. So was, and they were cute too. Yeah, they love that. Yeah. She's very talented. So she's very, very. I have no idea where she get like all her creativeness. Like she can draw. She can pretty much do anything that she can just. It's, it's amazing that where, yeah. where she gets that from. I don't have it either. Mm. But yeah, I do appreciate it in others. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like I was thinking while you were saying that. I mean, you're creative. Like you come up with all these solutions for uh, for all of our clients, you know. So like at the same time, it's a different type of creativity. Yours is more technical. But yes. <laughs> I can see where she gets it from. Not <laughs> pen to paper. You're all right. That's good. Fingers to keyboard. Maybe that makes it work. Yeah. All right. So what do you wish people knew about you outside of Vested? I like to cook. Oh. I like to cook. Really? Have you been in our competition? The chili I won the chili cook-off. Oh, you did? <laughs> it's like, you don't know. Uh, and, 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 I do and, shut that. I cut that one out. Day, um, yeah. I won that one, but then I brought a white chocolate blueberry bread pudding that did not win the dessert cook-off, and I feel so robbed because of it. Oh, Chris, you and I can have major, uh, we were robbed at the cook-off stories, I promise you. <laughs> promise you, yeah. I have has chili cook-off trauma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I won the, the dessert one one time, but they calculated the, the numbers wrong, and so I didn't win. And then they went back. I'm gonna go with that's why I lost. That, they went back and they're like, oh, but by then they'd already given the award to somebody else, and I was like, oh no, it's fine. It wasn't fine though. Pretty you calculated know? the points. Mm -hmm. Somebody's personal assistant. Oh. I won't name names, Jennifer Polk. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but it's a white chocolate blueberry bread pudding. It sounds delicious. Cream sauce. How could that possibly not win? What one? What one? Uh, Do you remember? I think it was zucchini bread, which was good. Cindy made it. It was great. It was Isn't great it zucchini bread. Zucchini yeah. bread. Isn't good for you? But that like doesn't. A, I mean, like it doesn't even have that many words in it. Like zucchini bread. Yeah. Not to dismiss. It was it was great zucchini bread. Mm -hmm. I liked it, but but you liked yours a little huh. bit more. I'm biased. <laughs> I feel you though. Yeah. I feel you. Okay, so you like cooking, but like, what else do you enjoy doing when you're not at work? 
Uh, pretty much everything that I do that is not working involves my kids. Mm -hmm. um, my um, daughter swims, so it's we're constantly going back and forth to the natatorium, drop her off at swim practice, and then my oldest son plays baseball and basketball, so I'm going to that, and then my youngest plays soccer, which somehow I ended up um, volunteering to be his soccer coach because wow. he had a couple of seasons where they're um, he played soccer where they never practiced and so they would go to games and they would just get boat raced and so mm. um, I finally decided having even though I know nothing about soccer it's not a sport I played growing up that I could at least schedule a practice yeah. and so, watching YouTube videos what yeah, do you like them do <laughs> exactly get yeah. them online and know how and how to improve a six-year-old soccer skills so so then I coach soccer and so that's pretty much my life outside of work. Uh, that would be not substantial, actually. So how old is your, your oldest son? My uh, oldest son is eight, okay. and then my youngest is six, and my daughter is 14. Oh, she's 14, okay, that's why I said Okay, yeah. Yeah, we had quite a gap. Well, my, my, my daughter was born when I, or, mm, I think I was, it was 2006, I've been working at Lucidity for about a year. And I traveled for the first four years of her mm -hmm. life. And as I said, it was pretty much, my wife was, was we're not having another kid if you're going to be on the road all the time. Yeah, so. that was a lot back then, so, I remember. Yeah. But were you doing dev work back then too, just having to be on site? I was actually doing more functional work at the, at the time. Interesting. I, 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 I was a um, order to cash um, consultant for e-business suite. Um, and I, I still liked it. I, I got my degree in computer science, so I always wanted to program. And so I would find ways to do programming work. But for the most part, I was more of a functional um, consultant. You're like, you know what type of scripting would help you right now? <laughs> I love that. All right, Chris, what's the, uh, what's the funniest thing that's happened to you at work recently? Oh, uh, at work? Goodness gracious, you kind of... What does that happen just, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Kind of killed me there. No, no, no. <laughs> the question you gave me. Um, I actually, uh, this is one of those stories that may not be funny to anybody else, but it's funny to me because... Any, you, have you met Andrew? And so yeah, yeah. he likes to talk. I mean, really, and we'll just kind of throw out random conversations just out of nowhere, and you're just like, where are you coming up with this at? Well, so this past weekend, we were at my um, my parents' house in, in North Louisiana. We went on the river, and uh, my um, sister and brother-in-law have a boat, so we were out inner tubing, and my eight-year-old did not want to inner tube. He was just, he was terrified of it, and I'm like, you're going to get on it. You're going to like it. Let's get on it. So I got on the inner tube with him, and so it's me, him, and my, my youngest son. Of course, my youngest son is like gung-ho, and my youngest son is like, don't. Don't hold on to me. I, I can hold on by myself. If I just fall off, I fall off. And my other son is like, don't let me fall off. So we get on the inner tube and we're going. We may, might have been on it for like 30 seconds. And he's like, you know what? This isn't that bad. And then Andrew just looks at me. He's like, you know what, Dad? Bulls are colorblind. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> and so we just had this long conversation about why bulls are colorblind. And I'm like, well, you know what? Dogs are colorblind too. And he's like, that everybody knows that <laughs> so, he just wanted you to know the bulls were there. Right. I know maybe it's the red cape thing it was like making him a little confused there yeah. so, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not but it, like I said it was just a matter of fact way is like he was so terrified of, of being on the tube and then all of a sudden it was just like let's just have a conversation which I guess I should be happy because it wasn't about Roblox because that's typically all that he wants to talk about it's about Roblox and you know the latest Roblox game mm -hmm. yeah so we'll actually um, find out if that's true or not and we'll have it appear true or false right here it's in the true, video. it's true. It'll show up right above my finger. Yeah, okay. actually it is, we'll it's true. We just got, <laughs> we got confirmation from off camera that that is no. true actually. Love so, it. All this time we've been fooled with, yeah. the, with the red cape. All right, so if you walk outside today, $15 million lottery ticket on the ground, you win the 15 million, what do you do? I would 
I would probably retire and then go work at Disney World. Go Disney work, World. Or Disney, Disney World. Go Disney yeah. is basically part time. That is, love Disney World. My wife loves Disney World, so we would probably just go there and we would just have a part time job just so we could. Are you going to be a character? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, I mean. To be honest with you, I could, no, would not be a character, but just a greeter or, you know, I don't even mind if it's just a janitor or something like that. I mean, just, just to have just, an excuse to where, you know what, I'm not be, working right now, I'm going to go to Disney World. So that's it. That's funny. It is the happiest place on earth, so yeah. it's not a bad answer, actually. It's like he's like, yeah. any position. It does not matter, top to bottom. It's like. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I figured if I've got fifteen million dollars, then money is not necessarily a problem, so I can. You could do that RV lifestyle, yeah. where you, you know, like where you travel to seasonal work, because they hire tons of people like that. Yeah. 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 Do. Remind me, I have some funny Disney World occupational videos I need to send you. Did you work at Disney World? No, but I had a few friends that did. Oh. Um, like funny, haha, or funny. Kind of like some people get really excited that you like work at Disney World, and you show them what you did, and they're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> smelly costumes, and yeah, I've heard that. Don't kill my dream, Johnny. Yeah, Don't kill my dream. Saying, Careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, if you could choose one song to play every time you walked into the room, Chris, what would that be? Like your your walk up song. I don't think you realize how introverted that I am. Uh, okay, <laughs> it okay. would be like a silent. If, if I had to pick a song, it'd probably be something by Counting Crows. But uh, but if but. I don't want anything drawing attention to myself as I walk into a room. So as long as it would be for the, like the studio audience, no, like your life is now a sitcom. You walk in, yeah, nobody exactly. else even hears it. Don't worry about that. What would it be? Uh, theme to the Family Guy. Theme to the Family Guy. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first time we've gotten that one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Say we've gotten all across the board. I think that brings classical music. I think we got opera. Oh, yeah, uh, now we yeah, got death even. metal. We've got it all. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Actually, it. we have everybody walk in the room at one time. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that'd be really fun. A stroke. <laughs> all right. So tomorrow, you are made CEO of the Vesta Group. What do you do? Move the corporate, move the offices to Keller. Keller, oh, not to Disney World though. No. Oh, okay. Oh, good old Keller. Yeah, I mean that's that's so convenient for everybody uh, else. Yeah. yeah. Oh my so god. So not a very popular CEO, yeah. I see. Okay, yeah. Just like, like, what's the business reasons behind this? He's like, we're moving. Yeah, exactly. Get fired. Let's go. Come on. Who else wants to ask? More convenient for the CEO. There you go. Wow. All right. Well, no. so actually, there's there's not a whole lot that I would I'd change. I, it's I think it's it's a very well company. It's a company I like working for, and um, I think Joel has done a great job of bringing everything that I liked about Lucidity and bringing it to the Vesta Group, and has done a great job of you know kind of keeping the things that happened at Lucidity from happening here to make it a a great company to work for. And you get to be a technical consultant. So win-win. And, and, and that that is true. He wouldn't. He, that, that they would not let me do technical development there because I think they like me as a functional resource too much. So at least here I get to be a technical. Have you traveled at all in four years since you've been here? I went to Houston for McDonough for a day. Okay, well, I mean, go, go you. So, I mean, yeah, way to be there. Yeah. You like walk into Joel's office, like slap things off desk and be like, we have an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> no, as long as, as 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 long as I was able to be back home, and even even to this point, it's not so much tra traveling is is out of the question. It's more of a like I said I was gone. Mm. I mean, the day of course those those days of traveling was a completely different world than what they travel right now. Sure. I mean, it was basically first flight out Monday morning, you got home Thursday evening, and so I mean it was every yeah. And then um, towards the end, I think I was spending. Um, Half my time in Chicago, half my time's in New Orleans. So I mean, I was spending about eight or eight hours or so, just you know, in air, airports and flights between places. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, it was, it was rough. And so, well, but now you just spend a lot of time driving from Keller, apparently. 
Yeah. yeah. What, what's that drive? <laughs> it's about an hour. On a good day. But now you have podcasts and you know all that stuff. It's not it's not as bad as it used to be. No. Sure. I've got I've got a lot of um, better book club books in because of it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> do some audio books. I do. No paperback while you're driving. No. <laughs> good for that. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, appreciate making the drive all the way out here to be on our talk show with us. And uh, I know you're busy. I've seen your calendar firsthand. Uh, so I'm glad you got some time to meet with us. <laughs> yeah. You found me at a good time. I was like, Consuelo and I were like looking for things to do. Of course, yesterday we were like, have nothing to do. And then about four o'clock, everything broke at Suntex at the same time. And so, but. Okay, we'll edit that out. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. The yeah, <laughs> That's how it goes. Just edit out that, that part. That's good. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, thank you again so much for joining us. Um, everybody watching, appreciate you joining another episode of the Leadership Talk Show. You can find out more about us at thevested.com. Um, otherwise, you can watch more episodes. Just simply go to YouTube and search the Leadership or the Vested group. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.